Welcome to the Gym Owners Business Podcast with Mel Tempest. The Gym Owners Business Podcast is proudly supported and sponsored by Thomas Plummer, MyZone, Creative Fitness Marketing, and All Smiles Creative. The Gym Owners Business Podcast is part of the Gym Owners Business Network, which is the industry's go-to online hub designed to better service the needs of fitness business owners. The Gym Owners Business Network is currently finalising foundation memberships, so if you're a fitness business that would like to gain valuable and extensive exposure to the Australian and global fitness industries, then head to gymownersbusinessnetwork.net to find out more. Well, good afternoon. It's Mel Tempest from the Gym Owners Business Podcast and Network. And today I'm speaking with Emmett Williams, President and Partner of MyZone. MyZone is a group heart rate tracking device monitor that monitors physical activity and rewards participants. But today we're not talking about MyZone. Today we're discussing the upcoming launch of FIBO USA, which is being held in December from the 5th to 8th in Florida, Orlando. Good afternoon, Emmett. Good afternoon, Mel. And how are you today? I'm good. I'm really good. I'm looking forward to seeing you uh, next, uh, not next week, next month in uh, in, in Orlando for FIBO. I, I love Orlando. I love the atmosphere and I love the culture there. So I'm definitely looking forward to it. Now, we're doing a coffee podcast today. So for our listeners that aren't aware of what a coffee podcast is, it's when we go for around about 15 minutes of time. And we're going to, um, I'm going to ask Emmett some uh, questions about FIBO and why people need to get involved in this new event for the USA. And then uh, at the end of the podcast, I'll be dropping Emmett's details into it. So if you want to get in touch with Emmett direct, you've got some more questions about Darfibo or even about my zone, you'll be able to get in touch with him. So let's kick off our coffee podcast, Emmett. Now you've been um, at conventions and shows for quite a number of years now. Can we just go back to the very beginning and can you tell us what made you set up your very first my zone show? Oh, good, good question. Well, way back in twenty. 20- 11 when my zone was incorporated um i and my partners had been involved in the fitness industry previously we knew the value of trade shows both in australia uh, with shows such as filex but also in the us uh, with ursa and club industry so we knew the value of it but when we launched um, my zone uh, we saw it as a um a key activity for us to announce the new innovation to the industry to find the innovators um, out there and influence them, get them talking about the product and and then spread the good word. Um, In many ways, a trade show is like a a watering hole, if you will, you know, where everyone comes to to meet um, and it's a a very efficient way of, of spreading a message. And obviously setting up your first show, there's a little bit of work that is required beforehand um, as a supplier. What sort of work was involved in that? Uh, wow. Back in, in 2011, it was very manual. Um, I remember personally booking the, the booth space, um, uh, you know, buying the new signage, coming up with a communication plan to uh, invite clients and prospective clients, um, working out what social functions were most leveraged. Uh, at a lot of these shows, there are uh, conflicting events to go to, and you need a strategy around that as a supplier to uh, – um, to, to get the most out of the week. 
So it was very, very manual. And now that we're, we're eight years or seven and a half years into my zone, it's less manual. We've done scores and scores and scores of them. And now it's very, very systemized. Um, you know, we know what we're trying to achieve at each show um, and we go to work in planning it. And one of my favorite um, operational events is what we call T-21, which is 21 days before a trade show. The, uh, the marketing team who are organizing it pull everyone in onto a, a conference call for 30 minutes and we literally walk through the show um, chronologically. And, and Melee literally did this yesterday with, uh, with the MyZone team here in the U.S., um, around FIBO, and it started with the day that we're flying in, what hotels we're staying at, what events we're going to, who's responsible for the booth, who's responsible for sharing assets with other providers who want to use the MyZone system at the booth, um, the lead tracking um, uh, device, uh, so on and so forth, and it's all in one spreadsheet, and now it's just, um, you know, bread and butter for us. But, but back then it was about, you know, working it out. And, and surviving, obviously, also your, your first show. So tell me, there's going to be a lot of suppliers there this year and it will be their first show. What's, what's the best advice or what's three, three tips that you can give suppliers attending the show? Uh, okay, three tips. Tip number one is don't just measure it by leads acquired. Um, that is short-term thinking, um, it's it's tempting to do it that way, um, but the, the thing with trade shows and your go-to-market strategy in general is that there's a threshold point, and you know it's a bit like the uh, uh, the flywheel. You need to put effort into your channel and slowly but surely build up the uh, the speed of the flywheel, and then at some point it will just take off. And you know if you think of an S curve. Um, you know, starting at the, the, the bottom of the S, it's hard work, it's hard work, it's hard work, and then it kicks, and, and that's known as the, the knee of the bend. That's where you've got to get to. But if um, you're, you're judging it just by leads and just by converted sales, um, then you'll, uh, you know, you'll do yourself a disservice. That would be tip number one. Tip two would be to come up with a clear goal for the show and then a strategy around that goal. So the, the, the goal, or I should say the set of goals, the set of goals may involve, if it's a new product, it may involve meeting five key executives from the top 100 clubs in America, right? And there is a list out there that, that lists the top 100, and it might be, that's it. We need to get five contacts because those guys are well-connected, they're influencers, and if we can move the chains with them, um, then you know there'll be uh, there'll be real returns off the back of it. You know that's just one example of a of a goal. So come up with your goal for the show, and, and then your, your strategy to get there. Um, your strategy, incidentally, on that goal, your strategy to get those five um, top one hundred executives um, may be to attend the um, the conferences. Uh, sorry, the uh, the cocktail parties or the uh, the, the functions afterwards where there's an opportunity to shake hands and be introduced to new people. Um, so that, that would be my second point. And my third point, I've, I've, I've almost touched on it, and that is the, the social side of it. Um, there's nothing worse than suppliers or vendors standing on a booth with a cold product um, coming into the channel and trying to build momentum by, by smiling at people walking past. Um, the tried and, and, and true and tested 
um, activity is to get social, um, learn who's who in the zoo um, and be friendly, not always selling when you're out at the bar, but just get to know people, whether they're another supplier or whether they're an operator. Um, and again, the S-curve will, will play a part. At some point, you'll know just enough, enough people in the, uh, in the channel um, that you'll get uplift. And what you'll find is that they will then start bringing people past the booth or they'll walk past your booth. You'll be laughing with them, having a conversation. One of their friends will walk past. There'll be an introduction and off you go. So to sum it all up, take that a long-term view with this. Really, you know, if you're attending a trade show, it should be folding into a three- to five-year business plan more than just, you know, a quarterly uh, a plan that, that involves generating leads, if, if that makes sense. It certainly does. And there's some, there's some great tips, Emmett. So my, my next question to you is this. You spoke about the pre-event conventions or going to cocktail parties. But how, do the, the new, how does the new supplier on the block get themselves an invite to these events? Uh, well, at a lot of the, and you're probably in a better position to, to share what events are coming up at FIBO, but certainly at the shows that I've been to, um, there are a lot of opening receptions and these type of general social functions that everyone's invited to. And that would be your first port of call. Um, your second port of call would be to go and have a beer after the show at the local um, you know, at the hotel lobby um, for the show itself. It's arguably one of the best places to, to socialise. Um, and then from there, again, um, the more people you know, the more invites you'll get to um, to other parties. A, a lot of the time, vendors will be running late-night parties and, and you only get an invite if you're a customer or you're a prospect. And, and if you're a supplier... It's hard to get an invite. You need to be friends with the other suppliers to get that invite, and that comes with time. You can't expect that straight away. Uh, so, yeah, go back to the basics. Get to the the uh, uh, the public um, networking events and get to the, the hotel lobby bar. That's great advice. So let's go to the, the other side of it now. I'm a club operator, and um, I'm an, I attend all these shows uh, every year. What's the best advice that you can give to um, to club operators attending shows? Because you go there and there's just hundreds of stalls of all of this fantastic new equipment and all the, all the latest gizmos. What's the best advice, and I know that you've been a club operator, that you can give to those attending? Yeah, I, I think, um, again, take the long view. The reason you're going to the show is not to buy one extra piece of equipment to be additive to the gym floor. That's not really why you're going. I think as an operator, you're going um, from a strategic perspective. And, and, you know, one of the best um, uh, analogies that I think of when I, when I think strategy um, is, you know, I think of a, an orchestra of, of instruments. Um, uh, and this orchestra has percussion and woodwind and brass and all sorts of instruments. And you as the operator... You're the composer and you get to choose which instruments you're going to turn on, which ones you're going to be turning off, which ones will be loud, which ones will be quiet. And as the composer, you're trying to tweak with everything to, to get the outcome, which may be inspirational music, um, uplifting music in, in this particular analogy. As an operator, it's no different. You've got all these instruments at your disposal 
And the trick to getting the outcome that you're looking for is not buying as much as you can or using as much as you can. The trick is is getting the activities to work together cohesively in concert. That is how you get the outcome. And with gym equipment, with software, with programming, with all of those activities, they're an instrument. And depending on what your goal is, depending on what market you're in, depending on what hill you're trying to conquer, um, will determine what um, uh, what orchestra of activity that you choose for your business and what better place to go than a trade show to have a look at all those instruments and then ask yourself the question, you know, how do I um, how do I tweak with this, turn the knobs, pull the levers to, to get what I want? And further, um, where else can I go where there are hundreds of other operators who are in the same position in a different market? Um, there's nothing stopping you walking up to other operators on a booth and saying, you know what, I'm thinking of adding something like this. Have you added it yet? No, I haven't. Right. So, so why is it that you're looking at adding it? Well, you know, my situation in my market looks like this. Well, that's similar to mine. Why don't we talk about it for 10 minutes and you strategize together? Um, and I, I think that, you know, sometimes in the industry, um, we're very quick to copy what we think is working elsewhere. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, if someone's proven it and spent the money trialing it, great, mimic it and, and take it into your market. That's There's no problem whatsoever. Uh, but make sure you put a lot of thought into it. Um, thought is is hard work a lot of the time. Um, uh, we, we all like heuristics or, or, or rules of thumb that will take us to a, a quick answer. Um, but when you go to a show, think strategic, connect with people, use it as thinking time, um, to, to make sure that your blend, your, your orchestra is, is bang on. Um, yeah, that's a long-winded answer, Mel, but that's <laughs> the way I think about it. <laughs> no, look, I, I certainly agree with you, and it, it sort of leads us into our, our final um, question for our coffee podcast today. How do you assess what, what are the good ideas and the bad ideas from the show? Because I know in my early years when I was first experiencing some of these shows, I'd walk away with, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. Some of them were great ideas and some of them just absolutely died real quick. So what sort of advice do you give when it comes to assessing both the good and the bad from the show? Yeah, look, I um, I like using what's called an ICE score, um, I-C-E, as in cold ice, um, and the that score I, I use not only at conventions, and of course at MyZone we go off to other conventions such as the Consumer Electronic Show and technology conferences. So we're also buyers on on the other side of it. Um, so I use that there, but I also use that score internally in the business just to um, stack rank ideas. And this, uh, the score looks like this. I stands for impact, C stands for confidence, and E stands for ease. Um, so if you think that this particular activity, um, whether that be equipment, software, programming, if you think that it's going to have a big impact, um, you would give that a high score out of 10. You might give it a nine. Low impact would be a, a zero, one, two, three. Um, C is for confidence. So if you're confident that if you purchase it and if you deploy it, that the outcome that you're trying to solve for is highly likely, then you would give it a high score out of 10. And ease 
Um, same sort of thing. If it's easy, give it an 8, 9, or a 10. If it's really difficult to pull it off, give it a low score. Um, so each and every idea um, has a score next to it. Then you stack rank it, and essentially you end up um, uh, uh, prioritizing based on the ideas with the highest scores. Um, now, a great way of, of building up to that is to get your staff and divide them into groups and give them different um, uh, booths or vendors to go off and, and meet with um, and give them a set of questions that you're looking for, everything from, you know, what problem does this solve to uh, where are your reference sites to what is the pricing to, you know, what is the biggest uh, resistance point for most operators when they roll this out? You know, all those standard questions that, that you operators ask, give them that one pager, have them fill it in, and then at the end of the show when you – uh, get back to the facility or to the head office, have each team present it to the group and then have the group score it on an ICE score. Um, and, you know, that's a really collaborative and thorough way of collecting the ideas, prioritising them, and then at the end of it, you've got an action plan and, uh, you know, you're off to the races. Well, Emmett, I don't doubt that there will be um, a lot of suppliers and gym operators walking the FIBO show, implementing the ICE method in a couple of weeks uh, in Orlando. Um, perhaps you might just have to get uh, the ICE method trademarked. You could be onto something there. I don't doubt that. Hey, I actually stole it. Don't worry. I stole you stole it? it? Uh, growth, growth hacking. Well, well, hacking they, growth they... by Sean... Uh... Can't think of his last name. Yeah, don't let me claim that one. I I, uh, <laughs> I steal most things, Mel. Well, you know what? There's nothing wrong with doing that and then tweaking it to suit your own demographic. I'm all for that as long as um you put your hand up and say I'm not claiming that, but I did tweak it to suit my own business. That that's the yeah. That's one of the ways that um we become successful. Look, I've had a great time this afternoon chatting to um Emmett Williams from My Zone. He, as he said, he'll be out at the FIBO USA show in Orlando, December the 5th to 8th. It's a fantastic launch to be a part of. So if you're a supplier and you're still considering taking out a booth, I suggest that you give Jake a call at FIBO. Otherwise, do pop along as an attendee. Go along and see Emmett and the team on the MyZone booth. I'll be there walking the show floor and also running the FIBO talks. Emmett, thank you very much for your time today. Hey, thanks for having me, Mel. Appreciate it. You're always welcome. So that's uh, Emmett Williams from My Zone, and this is Mel, the Gym Owners Business Network and Podcast, signing off. I'll drop Emmett's details into the bottom of our podcast. Otherwise, we'll be seeing you all at FIBO USA in Orlando in December. Thank you.